All right, welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. And I am your host, Sean Garmer. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And of course, we are the official Video Games podcast of WTNL.com and in partnership with the last word on gaming. And we will be back right after this. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Brandford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Mark, it has been another week in video games, and I feel like we have now hit the part where I think you could say the fall season is upon us. There is a ton of things uh, to be out there playing, and a lot of things to choose from. And you gave me the uh, hottest game of the fall to review. Uh, To be fair, I did hear back on Lust Judgment, but of course, as per usual, we have to wait until pretty much probably the day of launch. I'm doing the same waiting on Kena Bridge of Spirits. Uh, Ember Labs did come out and say that they are they did not expect this explosion of people wanting to play the game, apparently, and that they may not even get to certain people back until the game has fully launched. So, well, I guess I may not know for a couple of days after launch, if, if that at yeah. all so but plenty of things uh to come from here and there so let's get on with it mark i mean there has been a a big beta for a certain call of duty which I'm gonna come out and say that i think i'm going to join a lot of people and look uh the, the, we cannot go and and say that it, nothing of what Activision Blizzard has done in any of this has been is okay and should be accepted uh but i think you know they're still in their ongoing legal battle and everything but this is still people and there are a lot of people that are working on this Call of Duty game that have nothing to do with what happened um, I, at I mean, I would say Blizzard. I would say most of them because they're you know it's, this isn't a Blizzard game, so right. Mo- again, most of the problem that happened with the Activision Blizzard thing was Blizzard, not necessarily Activision. I, I think someone you know. came out of Blizzard and said like, "Hey, Diablo Two is still cool because we didn't make it." I think they said like Vicarious Visions made it, <laughs> and I like, that's a yeah. interesting statement to put out a week before launch. <laughs> Um, who knows? I think Diablo is a different thing because, again, it's a Blizzard property, regardless of whether you want to say Vicarious Visions made that or not. Yeah. Uh, I think it's different. You know, Activision, to be fair, this is kind of what they wanted. They're distancing their name away from the Call of Duty uh, franchise right now. For now, it is working. So right. the beta is now open. Do you feel any anything towards this uh, beta that you've been playing? I mean, I only played a few matches so far. Uh, it seems faster than, like, Cold War did. Like, as far as, like, moving around and, like, it seems just kind of peppier overall. Like, you can, like, you know, like, mounting is quicker or, like, vaulting and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, but it's still World War II stuff, so I'm just not 
that interested in like the guns. <laughs> uh personally, they I played like one kill confirmed. I we won that. I played like one domination. We won that, and then I played this one called I forget what it was called. Twenty people versus twenty people. It was like insane. I was going to say for people that didn't, you know, have no idea this is going on or don't know what what's entailing in this multi, this thing. It's a multiplayer, right? Yeah. The beta. Okay. It's only multiplayer. Yeah. Right. So like it had does it have different modes or is it all the same one? There are it's some of some of the regular modes, uh hard point, uh I think team deathmatch is in there somewhere. And then kill confirmed, which is like you know, kill someone and pick up their dog tag, and then domination, which is like you have three points in the map and you have to like win that, you know, you have to control them to get points. The one that is new that was I couldn't remember earlier is called Patrol Zone, and I think that's like there's a hard point on the map that's like constantly changing or like moving around, and they have to like be inside of it to have points. But like when I played it, it was like twenty people versus twenty people. It was like nuts. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it's wow. supposed to work normally, but like normally it's like six on six. That seems like a lot of people. Yeah, like you'd, yeah. you'd like load in, load in, and like within five seconds be killed, because, you know, by someone else. So it's like this is really crazy because I don't know what's going, really even going on. And it's funny because like they, they're still putting out stuff for Call of Duty uh, Cold War. There's a Judge Dread costume pack and gun pack. I really want to pick up because I, I like. Saw, I saw that today. Yeah. Yeah, I like Judge Dread, and it's like, well, if I buy this, is this going to transfer over to Colt to this thing or Vanguard? It's like I doubt it. I think they said it's like it's going to work for uh their battle royale, whatever the hell that thing's called. Uh, right. And it's like that. Okay, I I don't care about that though. You know. Yeah. I don't care if it's goofy or not. I mean, I'd rather just have Dread in this thing also. Like, why not? Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I want Dread. I mean, they've done guest characters also with John Rambo and John McClane. So, hey, why not John Dread? Uh, but, yeah, it's like the beta is a little, I wouldn't say unstable, but I noticed, like, some graphical issues. And, like, I was in the third floor of, like, one building. And I kept, like, kind of clipping through the built like, the floor and then, like, respawning, like, right, you know, where I should have been. Yeah. But, I mean, this is... A little unfinished, you know. It's like, all right, but yeah, regular. It's Call of Duty. I mean, like I did, like I said, it's quicker. But like the announcer is really annoying because he just constantly was talking. Uh, Charlie Point has been taken over. Go, you know, go, go get it. And it's like, all right, dude, I can, I can look at the map and tell. <laughs> like you yelling at me doesn't help. You know, it's exactly fun. I mean, I'll probably play it because I don't know if we'll get the review code or not, but it, that'll be my game. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're the one that usually uh, deals with that. Yeah, you know, to be fair. So, although I haven't talked to that talked to those people in like a year, so who even knows if they're still on the game or not? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd imagine that they're they're still there doing the. They're probably you know, begging for people not to review the game, or you know. <laughs> actually, I don't think that you really need to. You still got, you know, so many people that are going to be reviewing, wanting to review that game, and. Uh, not to mention it, like what it does for SEO and websites and everything else is uh, insane uh, yeah. at this point. So, you know, you shouldn't really expect uh, anything different right now. I think, yeah, especially now that it's kind of been a little, become a little bit more accepted to be doing. So we shall see when it comes down to it. But I think it's really hard when it comes to the actual game 
uh, coming out and everything not to be like, ah, let's review it. Let's, let's not talk about it. You know? Right. So anything else that you have been. Two, two fun things. Me and Yen played Overcooked. Now it was funny because like the first three or four levels, he was trying to get, we got like the three stars in it. We did pretty well. And then by like the sixth level, cause I was just, I'm, I'm of the mind, like, let's just get through these levels. You know, I don't care about like perfecting them or anything like that. But like, no, he, he's all about perfecting the levels. By the sixth level, he stopped that because the game actually got hard. <laughs> yep. It, that happens. So are we talking about Overcooked one or two that you guys played? Well, the all you can eat edition or whatever the hell on PS5. I think that's like all three of them actually. Okay. Yeah. We got to like the third world, like the ice world. Uh, it's pretty good, but I mean, yeah, it is hard. And yeah, it's you have to like really uh, coordinate with your partner. The the one bad thing is, is well, he was hosting, and there's no way to switch. Some levels like you and you're locked off from the other chef, and that's like the that's like the whole thing. So you know, he would have to like dice the vegetables and then put them on the table or the counter so I could like cook them and then give them back to him. But there's no way to switch places. Even from the start, it would have been nice to say, like, hey, I can, I want to do this side. You know, my teammate can do the other side. But there's no way to do that unless, like, maybe if, like, I was hosting, like, I would have had, you know, the, 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 right. I guess the, the, the one main player side. and two players start at certain ends. Yeah. And then you eventually have to kind of, like, meet in the middle and then. But there are some levels that you just you right. never meet. So, like, like the yeah. The one where you're in the, the rafts or in the water. Yeah, and you're obviously divided or whatever. Yeah, that one. Well, one yeah. one was like it was like we were in a big square that was basically divided in the middle, uh, by like a wall, and around the square was like a conveyor belt. So he was supposed to like put the he was supposed to put chop up the ingredients and put them on the conveyor belt for me to grab, cook, and deliver to like you know the customer, but he he couldn't coordinate the cookie you know the chopping and like putting on the putting them on the uh conveyor belt correct or you know well so like yeah it's just like if i could have done that he could have just handled cooking and like you know doing that stuff that would have been way easier but yeah, it's fun yeah i liked it i don't know if we'll go back to it or not but we'll see i mean it's uh, a fun it's a fun game that i i even got to play you know with uh family and i enjoyed the heck of it i mean it was frustrating for uh my mom and i to get used to but they Kind of got the hang of it by the end, so I yeah. was proud of them for going yeah, forward at least. Yeah. the The last thing is, I bought, I got, I ordered a Super Game Boy Two from Japan like last week, and I got it this week. Yeah. And that's a Super Nintendo thing. It's a, a Super Game Boy. They made a sequel that comes in a really cool blue looking cartridge and is like slightly better. And I only have one Game Boy game. I just bought it like two weeks ago. Link's Awakening, like Legend of Zelda. And I also got a regular Japanese Super Game Boy. So, and I have a regular Nintendo Super Game, like a regular American one also. So I have three of these goddamn things. And that's cool, but my copy of Link's Awakening was broken. <laughs> oh, no. Basically, uh, I think the battery was dead. Because when I loaded it up the first time, there were saves on it. Like, just very basic named saves. And I turned it off, turned it back on. There was nothing on it. And I was like, oh. okay. <laughs> turned it off again, turned it back on. And then at that time, I could see Link on the save select screen, but I couldn't see anything else. 
like the entire background is gone or missing. And I'm like, Whoa. all right. <laughs> and you had just the worst luck with saves. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, okay. And I turned, you know, I, I kept switching different Super Game Boys. I have three different Super Nintendos. I tried yeah. all of them. Like they did the same thing, kind of. The Super NT, I, did, I have, didn't even work at all with this thing. But so, like, one time it worked. I got the right, sa- well, I got like empty saves and I saved a game or, you know, started the game up. Just went to like the first like tutorial house, essentially. Turned it off, turned it back on. And my save was like corrupted because I had a bunch of like garbage characters in the name and I had full hearts, like all 20 of them or whatever. And I selected it and the game crashed. And I'm like, all right, oh. yep. So I returned that game. <laughs> That's still kind of that was like a thirty dollar game. I was like, I don't yeah, want this. <laughs> definitely don't want something that's. Um... And I guess it's a common enough problem with Zelda specifically. Like that is not a unknown issue. So it's like cool. Let's know these thirty old batteries, you know, really last. <laughs> <laughs> but Super Game Boy is cool. Or was it was Super Game Boy Two, I should say. Yeah, I'm playing Resident Evil Village again. I just got the infinite ma- infinite ammo magnum, so that's fun. Yeah, it helps when you got. Uh... Infinite ammo there. Yeah. I, I was using a shotgun until I I just was able to afford the Magnum. And I was like, all right, screw this. I'm going to use this Magnum now. <laughs> yeah. How, how's Tails? Yeah, Tails is... I've gotten further in it. Um, I've been having to do some, some writing stuff. So I wasn't able to just spend every single time that I had uh playing and I've also had to split time at least today playing something else and I'm like juggling between like five different games at the moment so trying to give each one of them like some time is uh difficult you know it's not I, I'm, not easy I, I'm playing one you know <laughs> if that or you know yeah <laughs> I mean it's this is what sucks is like when you get like all these uh codes in or whatever and they're all kind of like slammed yep. really close to each other. It's like, well, um, I'm definitely not going to be sitting there spending all that time right? Uh, like playing each one of these, but I'm going to be spending uh, time with what I can. And I'm, it's certainly something that like you have to kind of learn to, to deal with. It's not easy. Right. Um, so, but what I have played it tells, I got to the second, town i guess you would say and got the uh the mage character that i had played with in the demo extensively um so getting to kind of use the character that i'm most comfortable with helps uh because she's long range and i can kind of like keep track of what's going on in the battle and and everything but you know when you're not playing as the healer character she does a pretty good job of healing uh she does so i haven't gotten everybody yet uh, that you, if you play the demo, you'll meet everyone, and they they're all there immediately. But working our way through, I've I've really been enjoying it. Um, of course, the combat helps; it's very fun, and you know, there's a there's a lot to explore there. At least there's little pathways to go through and get things, and um, you know, go down these essential like four space. Uh, basically ladders and all that kind of stuff. I'm it's uh I'm enjoying the story too. There's it seems to be a lot more talking, I guess, than uh, I mean I know Berseria was kind of lauded for its story as well. 
um, at least for how dark it got. So, but thinking about, we haven't had one since then really. It it looks beautiful. It looks great. I mean, it definitely feels like it takes advantage of having the newer systems. I mean, obviously, it doesn't look. It's still a PS4 Xbox One game, so you know, there's a yeah, but like it looks good. Berseria was 2016, so that's yeah. five years ago. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and even then, like Berseria wasn't really made for the that was PS4. A PS3 game. It was yeah. a PS3 game. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the first one that you're kind of really getting to see what it could look like. Um, right. And props also to uh, adding Koodle in the game. Or when you get Rinwell, she has a little owl that is uh, along with her that's just really cute. Um, and there's fishing. So you can never go wrong with having fishing in your RPG. I, I've found the fishing spot or one of the fishing spots, but I haven't gotten to actually fish yet. I love the combat. I love the boost stuff. I love the the how the characters interact with each other. There's bonding also when you go camp out too. Um, so and all the uh, little skits that they have are some of them are pretty funny. I just I've really been enjoying this game. It's I just don't want to like rush through it, but I have to get to uh, at least a certain point. To my goal is to at least get to where I get all the characters. Uh, and see how that goes, and then I might have to start reviewing it from there because too many games can't sit there and play 80 hours of one game and then have to play everything else. But, yeah, definitely if you've thought about it, if you're a little bit unsure, I think you should definitely go with getting Tails. I don't think you're going to go wrong in going with that, at least in my view anyway. Yeah. Uh, the other game that uh, came out, well, it'll be two days old now, on the 16th, on Thursday, uh, which is kind of a weird day considering, but, you know, Xbox also dropped about like three or four different games on, on Game Pass that day as well. But this is a Switch and PC only uh, at the moment. It's um, called Eastward. Um, it definitely takes its... Like, it definitely wants you to know where the influences come from. And you know immediately from the art style, like, what it looks like. It has a great, like, uh, very cinematic, like, anime, almost like an old school, like an older anime type uh, cinematic at the beginning that looks great. And then you get to the, like, actual pixelated, which there's a lot of Earthbound um in this game there's a a lot of where it the influences are earthbound and zelda pretty much for me that's uh something right up my alley because i've been enjoying the zelda games and definitely has the zelda combat including the uh the the basically the rupees it has the the, you can tell what it's the rupees and hearts are your uh your life and you yeah, can currency, yeah. yeah. Well, they're not your currency; they're your uh, your health. And you can actually, uh, you know, increase those with how you do in the game. The puzzles are pretty simple. It's like moving around and uh, moving boxes around, or hitting this, or do, it's not anything out of this world or whatever. But I think it gets the job done. You're kind of controlling two characters: this little boy named Sam. And then this guy that looks like a sort of like a homeless guy and, and John uh, that apparently he 
picked her up as an orphan and they're kind of living together and dealing with it. And even from the beginning, I haven't gotten, I think I've gotten through the prologue and chapter one and it's still very, um, it's very heartwarming and very just to see where they come from just from there is uh, I know I'm going to wind up liking the game. So yeah, I just, I want to keep playing more of it. <laughs> so that's the problem. It's like, not only did I, get a bunch of things to review. It's a bunch of things that I like. So it's like trying to figure out, uh, Oh, well, do I keep playing this? Do I go back to this? You know? So it's, it's like each time I want to play, I play something. I'm like, Oh man, I just want to spend more time with it. (laughs) And then, you know, so it's not, it's not easy, but it's, it's good that all this stuff that's coming out now and it's, it's stuff's worth, uh, worth checking out for sure. Um, that's, I have played a little bit more of the Artful Escape, but there's not really a whole lot more to really say about that right now for me. And it's on Game Pass. Go check it out if you don't have Game Pass. It's um, it's still uh, I think a really good game if you like just it's a platformer and you like music and uh, there's a lot there's some not good themes in there too that I think are worth uh, checking out if you like those story based games. You know, check that out too. But yeah, hopefully by the time we get to next week, we'll we'll know where we stand with Lost Judgment and especially Kina, and maybe we'll have gotten to play some of those, and we'll get to talk about that next week. But that will, unless you have anything else to. Nope. Add. I got. I mean, I got WRC ten, but I haven't played it yet. <laughs> I figured so. That's fine. Well, it's uh, my sure early... it's not much different yeah. from WRC nine, so. <laughs> look, look for my fine replaced WRC nine reviews coming soon. <laughs> so you know, just to uh, get this going here with this, uh, we talked about Call of Duty uh, Vanguard. They sort of already talked. It's been rumored and kind of heavily hinted at, and due to a data mine on GeForce Now as well, which we'll talk about more later. The next Call of Duty is going to be a sequel to Modern Warfare. Big shocker there, Mark. Yeah. I don't like these, like, lazy retreads or, like, lazy reboots. Uh, I mean, like, they went back to World War II, and people were kind of like, I don't know if we want to do that anymore. And then now we're going back to Modern Warfare, which, to be fair, is one of the most popular games ever. So... Yeah. I can't really blame it, them for going down it, that well twice. It, it, it was a popular game from 2007. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, but the reboot did even crazier numbers. Well, it's just like when EA kept, like, reusing Need for Speed uh, titles, like Most Wanted and, like, Hot Pursuit. It's like there are yeah. other racing titles, or, you know, racing subtitles out there. Pick one. And <laughs> right. But. I didn't play the first that reboot Modern Warfare. I don't. I, I doubt you did. I mean, so I have no real no, opinion no. either way. Yeah. But sure, why not? <laughs> I got nothing else going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's they want to go to again. I can't blame them for going to a well that they know well that they that they nailed the first time. So why not try to do it again? Yeah, but it is kind of just sad to see. We're just going back to that. Like, okay, we're just going back to what we know now. We're not going to try to really uh, do something different. But to be fair, when they have kind of tried to do 
different things. It hasn't always worked out for them. So I guess they they are kind of in the play it safe mode. I mean, the only game that kind of bombed was Ghosts. And that was, I mean, or, I guess Infinite Warfare didn't do too well. But like, yeah, Infinite Warfare, I never a lot of people not liking. I mean, that swung too too much in like the sci-fi genre or you know yeah literally like dog fighting in space that was when a lot of things were trying to be like oh let's do space everybody yeah you know <laughs> like maybe not and say we did uh, yeah i don't know but, and like the the story in that game was like also terrible so so yeah i mean if they want to do it i mean sure but i, I just think there are better or you know there are more more interesting games out there or you know environments out there that could be doing yeah true i agree with you there there are things that they could be doing that would better serve them yeah to say the least but yeah that's that's where they're at right now they have to right. kind of do that well we go from the expected to the certainly unexpected Mark has mentioned on this show several times how much he likes Wipeout. Yep. And, well, I don't think anybody expected to have Wipeout come back on mobile, of all things, and then also have it come back in card game form? Yeah, they showed a trailer, and it looked basically it looks like the, the your ship pilots itself. And I think you, like, break out cards for, like, special attacks or maybe, like, activating boost or something. It looks awful. <laughs> the The response yeah, is not the trailer right now. If you're watching on video, yeah, <laughs> the response is not super positive online. You know, yeah. Just to put it bluntly, like actually, like the graphics don't look terrible for an iPhone game or you know for a mobile game, but it's just like yeah. this is like like and it runs sixty frames. Yeah, but it's like it's an it's an auto game, so it's like what, who cares? You know, it's still. Why? <laughs> and uh, I think I saw like the studio, like someone from the studio going like, or it was like some PR person maybe. Well, it was uh, you know, so IGN has the the dibs on this because a former IGN writer, I think, is one of the guy, the people in the creative yeah uh, seat for this, and he was just basically saying that you know they are happy to be able to bring this to. <laughs> Uh, mobile and everything, and it's like I don't know that people really wanted this, but sure, you know, yeah, whatever. I, well, it's also funny since we just mentioned like last week that Sony bought that studio Fire Team or Fireside. Yeah, they bought the, the the Liverpool studio that was the one making. Yeah, the old Wipeout game, games. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, I saw like some rumor that like, oh, this is a test bed for like a Wipeout relaunch or like a, you know a, a proper wipeout and it's like is no it? because like that's yeah. a faulty premise because no one no one wants this game because it's gonna bomb immediately <laughs> yeah i mean that's what i don't understand like if you're sony i get it that they wanted to make that foray into mobile games and i also understand wanting to use franchises that people kind of know from having a name and maybe this does well you know but it's man talk about to me, I feel like it's different than, you know, having a a Fire Emblem Heroes like what Nintendo has. Like at well, least even, that game is still sort of that game. Well, even like you the, have the gotcha stuff, 
right? Even like all the Nintendo stuff, like they aren't like the best mobile game, but they're competent and they are at least somewhat emulate like the original game. Right. Like Mario Run, he runs, you know, I don't think that's a great game, but it's serviceable enough. Right, it's something you can see Mario doing. Yeah. And it's like this, like, if you you didn't know what it was, or you just divorced from, like, all the HUD, you'd be like, okay, it's a new crappy-looking wipeout game. But then it's like, oh, it's it's on an iPhone, and you're you're using cards uh, to, like, activate your weapons. It's like, huh? (laughs) Yeah. No, I I, I guess you're there. I want there to be a mod where, like, this game and the deck from... uh, Midnight Suns gets mixed up. So, like, you just have, like, Adamantium Slash in this game. And go, like, what, what's going on? <laughs> I get that having cards and things seems to be such a I think it big works. deal at this point. I, I mean, I think it works, but only in, like, very certain game, you know, game types or game systems. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that it could work in, like, Midnight Suns. That right? actually looks but... r- relatively... That looks way more understandable than this thing. <laughs> Let's say oh, yeah. that. Hmm. I'll, I'll agree with that. It looks a lot better than than that. But it's just, man, it, you don't have to use that in everything. Yeah. Uh, just to try to get that point across or whatever. And it's just... Uh... I had a weird... Inter- oh, it's funny because like, when this was posted, I saw a friend of mine post it. And I think she works somewhat in game. I don't know if she's like PR or games or what, but she posted a link and I was, I just reacted. I'm like, this looks terrible. Like, you know, or it's like, Wipeout should have stayed dead, you know? And her response was like, it was on Twitter. She said, like, oh, thanks. And I was just like, what? Like, I, I was really befuddled by her comment. I was like, this wasn't, I don't even know if you're working on this thing or not. And, you know, if you are, I apologize, but like, no, no one wanted this. So. <laughs> Right, but like I think the thing is to like get such a negative reaction from the start. Um, like the, I, probably. the main, the main YouTube trailer got like privatized or taken down or something. So I like, think the IGN one is still up, and I mean, there's like you know mirrors up now, but it's like eh, I should tell you something right there. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. I think the it's crazy that like Sony didn't really. It feels like Sony didn't really embrace this that much either. Well, I didn't even see like a Sony logo. I mean, it might be like right, right they, at the they very put end. some trademarks, I think, at the end. Yeah, right? but, but it's not like oh, it's from weird the mind that Sony, Sony itself didn't didn't embrace this. They didn't make a big deal about it. There was, it's like almost like a, oh well, we kind of let somebody have the wipeout, you know, name. I fear, yeah. See if we could, they could do something with it. I bet if it does well, they'll sit there and. And promote it and everything else, but I think they kind of want to keep their name out of it just in case it bombs or you keep getting this reaction. Yeah, uh, that they've been getting at, at the moment for that, which I, I mean, guess why smart it, play by Sony. But. Just, just make like a Crash Bandicoot endless runner, or you know, why not? Or it's a Crash Bandicoot. That, that would make more sense at this point. The, the Crash Bandicoot Temple Run skin or something, you know? Well, didn't they make one? Yeah, a while ago. I mean, okay, let's say I thought they made a, a crash on this one, but yeah, it just uh, to me it doesn't make any sense. Of yeah, why do this? But best of luck to the team that's making it. Hopefully that they uh, will find success in it and 
and it maybe it does turn into something. Uh, yeah, maybe it does turn into something where it could lead to a wipeout, but I just I don't see it. That's really rare that because the mobile game succeeded, we're now getting a full on console game when it started as a console game to begin with. Uh, to something that was sort of surprising as well is Corey Barlog kind of coming out and saying that he is going to end uh, the Ragnar. It's going to all end with Ragnarok, the the uh, Norse version of God of War. The the arc that whatever this is going to be is going to end with this game um, because quote he doesn't want it to be fifteen years just to get a third game, just to have this be a trilogy. I think he goes on to say, I want to be able to have my kids uh, be able to experience the full-on God of War from like, before they go to college also, which I can kind of understand from that point of like, it takes five years to make these games, Mark. Like To sit there and go, oh, we're going to plan out this story with a third one already in mind. Well, hey, EA, EA can crank out a Madden every year and we can make an act. Call of Duty can make an activation. Make a Call of Duty every year. Why not God of War every year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want the game to be, you know, uh, not great or whatever, then sure. I mean, I I kind of understand his point, but also it's like these games. I mean, I I think the development time of these games could be quicker. You know, <laughs> like not. No, I mean, not, I mean, look at all the everything that goes into. it. Look at all the voice actors they're having to pull, like the the way that they captured this with the one shot. I mean, it's just that is a lot. It's a lot. And and I like the fact that they don't just oh, it's automatic. Every time one of these games come out, we gotta have a trilogy. Cause to be like, let's be honest, like Mark, it's like it kind of gets annoying sometimes at least to me it's like it feels like you can't have anything just end anymore it's like gotta last well, yeah but the two things i would say is this isn't the end of god of war i mean no it's not but <laughs> at least he has time to figure out what he where he wants to go with it and not have to and, kill this story to make the third game and the second thing i would say is uh the the third games are usually the shitty ones in this in the trilogy yeah i mean like, god of war 3 is Certainly that, lesser than. Well, no, that's the good one. But I'm thinking more like <laughs> Dead Space Three. Uh, yeah. Well, what is it? Uncharted Three, kind of. Uh, people weren't a fan of Dead Rising Three that much. Oh, Mass Effect Three. You know, Dragon yeah, Age Three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like there are a lot of like quote unquote bummer threes out there. So maybe that's why uh, Valve doesn't want to get the three. They know it has a bad. Those skip three to four. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Just skip three altogether. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, uh, but they, can't count, they just can't count that count that high up. But no, I just think it. Sometimes it's like it does hamper you in a way of having this. Oh well, we've got a. I think about it from the like Avengers, like Infinity War and Endgame, right? Like they had to figure out a way to make it to where this could be two movies. And we, we've seen that with movies. This happens a lot where almost everything that comes out is successful. It's like, okay, well, we got to make it a trilogy now because we got to uh, make three movies. I, I will not have you besmirch the vaunted hangover trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
so vaunted. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I like the fact that he just came out and just said it. You know, it wasn't like leaving you hanging or all that. It's well. Hey, let's say this. This let's it. say this game comes out comes out next year. Like if the, like assuming it doesn't get delayed, like next year. Mm-hmm. By the time the next one rolls around, that'll be like twenty twenty eight or twenty twenty seven or something. You right. know, that's a long ass time to you know to wait for another yeah. one. I mean, what do you that's, think the next game that's is the though? Point too. Well, what do you I, think the next game is then? Like Last of Us three, another Uncharted. Have I mean, I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done personally. Like Last of Us, I mean, I even finished that second one. So, or just something new. Like I'd hope for something new because it's like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have you guys keep cycling the thirty same franchises over and over. You know. What do you think about uh, what our, you know, again, if you're listening on audio, I apologize, but uh, we being live, we do get uh, comments sometimes, and we we got a comment here that's. Same, Ragnarok looks. Ragnarok looks like teal, DLC. To be honest, you can say that about most sequels. <laughs> I mean, but also this is like a look, a really good looking one. So it's immaterial. Like I would. Okay. I wonder if the idea was to perhaps have it be DLC at one point, like Miles Morales, right? And then maybe the ideas kept flowing, and they just said, "Ah, oh, let's just make it into a." I mean, that was like Fallout New Vegas, right? That didn't work out that well, but I mean, that was that game. <laughs> oh, I mean, Fallout New Vegas is a very cult following. It, a lot of people love it, Fallout it's, New it's Vegas. very well, it's well received for the writing, but the technical issues hamper that game badly. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> the generation that it came out on, yeah, right? That's well, it's like, oh, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to be in Vegas and it's supposed to be like a happen in town, and there's like 12 NPCs in the strip, and it's like, yeah, this is. All right. <laughs> for the times. They'll make another Jack X combat racing game. That's their next one. Probably going to take Mario Kart down. Yeah, I doubt it. If the Nickelodeon one couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Smash Brothers or their version of Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that one got, what, an October release now? I don't think their idea is to, like, take out Smash Brothers or whatever, but if they can ever be decent, like. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, speaking of staying in the Sony realm here. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 is going to require an internet to be able to play the career mode. You as a driving game person, what, how do you feel about this thing? Well, they say like, oh, it's to prevent cheating. And it's like, for single player. And it's just like, who cares? It's like, oh, well, really? People care a lot, Mark. Don't, but if, no. Don't say if, who cares. If it's a single, if, I, I guess they haven't said like, if your single player progress translates into multiplayer progress, but it's like, okay, if you just give yourself, you know, a billion credits or a billion dollars in the single player, who who cares? As long as it's not, as long as there's like a wall between the two and it's like, Oh, now that like I bought every car and I can use every car in like the multiplayer. Like, yes. And, and that's an issue. Yeah. As far as like, the single player goes, like, yeah, who who cares? <laughs> Like I if mean, you want to if if you want to cheat in your own game, I think you should be allowed to. Is the I mean also it's like only single player, or is it like one of those where you can kind of pop people pop in well, and pop out? See, like, that's what I'm not sure about. Like I don't think it, I don't think it'll be like that because they they just don't operate like that. So well, wouldn't it also mean like kind of connected where you could have people kind of be in your world 
world or whatever, and and technically, but I guess like, you can have a friend play with you. Or Gran Turismo doesn't have worlds, you know. It's not like a it's not Forza. I mean, right. Horizon does that way better, but like Motorsport doesn't do that. You just look at like a bunch of menus, and it's like, okay, I want to play. Use this car on this track, like you know, let's go. And then there's like a whole like you have to like multiplayer is always like a separate mode. Yeah. So I assume it'll be the same same thing with Gran Turismo for sure. Like it's not going to be some big interconnected like racing island or anything like that. It'll just be like, no, I want to I want to use this Viper on the Nurburgring and go from there. That's why I think like, they're it's saying like, it's also about so they can't modify uh, save data. Not just but, for cheating. I mean, unless it's like I said, unless it's for like multiplayer stuff, then I think that's largely immaterial. You know, like, and so I think they're saying the, it's for it is required completely for the campaign mode. It's also for the editor, the the photo mode, the GT Cafe, and the GT Auto will require you to be connected to, to PSN. See, I think like I think so. they are. Try or going to introduce some type of auction house system, so like that would make it more reasonable, I guess. But like as far like as far as like the multiplayer, I just think it'll they'll just use like all the arcade cars, you know, right. or like stock cars. Or you can like futz with the uh, tuning of them. But it's like oh, I want this like 1991 Datsun to have a 2,000 horsepower turbocharger. Like you're not, you can't be able to do that in like the regular arcade mode or like multiplayer mode, <laughs> like. And also, like, I guess I would be more reticent. I would, well, I don't think that compared to Forza, like, Gran Turismo is, like, a on-the-road type of game to play, you know. Right. Like, you want more for Gran Turismo. You want, like, your wheel, your driving wheel, your whole, like, racing cockpit at your house, you know, to play the game. To be fair, you want that for Forza as well. Forza But but it's it's not as, like, ingrained, you know. Yeah, to be fair. And, I mean, and, and that also, is what I think about with Gran Turismo is I think about that kind of stuff. Of, the, yeah, that is much... I mean, even like motorsport, like Gran Turismo is solely focused on like the simulation of driving. And it's like, yeah, but it's not fun for most people. That's why Forza blew you away because they found a way to make it fun and approachable. And the, so, the, the, well, the last thing I would say is those servers will get slammed. You know... Yeah, that that's... game will be unplayable for the for like the first three weeks of release. <laughs> uh, of course, you know that. You know that yeah, with like most online games, that get slammed. So, because the, you know the last two games you talked about are cross gen, right? They're both PS4 and PS5. Um, K4 Four, who is uh, watching us live, thank you so much. He he mentions uh, it looks like we really shouldn't have just had the PS5 should have just released now instead of a year ago. If we're still getting all these cross-chain games, like as somebody that's had, we both had PS5s basically since around launch. I'll be honest. I mean, I mean, here's the difference. Like you don't play uh, Game Pass stuff. You don't have an Xbox. Uh, you only have PS5 and a PC. So I have, and you have a Switch as well. I have all three. So my Xbox has kind of been more used because of uh, Game Pass, those games coming out all the time. And most of my codes have been on Xbox, uh, as well as a reviewer. I mean, I've played it for Scarlet Nexus, and then, uh, you know, you had, you've had you had some other games that you played the PS5 for. I mean, do you feel like 
this PS5 needed to come out last year? Is is he right or? Yeah, of course it did. They're not going to let Microsoft gain a huge advantage. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> let's say both consoles. Could they have just waited and delayed it and had it come out this year instead? Uh, I, well, not for me personally, because my PS4 is like slowly breaking down. Uh, yeah. The PS4 five stuff, exclusive stuff I've played has been more impressive than in, if it was going to be on the PS4. Right. So I, it's you know, it's fine for me. <laughs> I mean, he also brings up as well that you know he feels like there should be more blockbusters taking advantage of the system, and I would say to that is that you are completely right. Yeah, but also no launch has been great, or very few console launches are good for like the first two years. Well, it's not just that. I think nobody expected COVID to happen. So nobody expected there to be this pandemic that absolutely destroys what what we talk about when game dev and having to all of a sudden decide to game dev from home and how difficult that is and and all of that. I mean, 2020, we got lucky that most of those games that came out, we still got a full year of games because those games are pretty much done. But we've seen how many of these big AAA games and even indie titles and even how many times have I said on this show and, you know, we've talked about and it's been said if you read anything or watch anything, how much of a year this has been for indie games. Why? Because the AAA games are getting delayed constantly. Battlefield 2042 just got delayed for another month. I mean, and this is a game that was just about to come out. So it's, I think it's more about had COVID not happened, I think we would have seen more games and maybe Sony even because there wouldn't be this shortage of chips. There wouldn't be these problems that we're having. And we would see maybe you scrap the PS4 version of Horizon. Maybe you don't have a PS4 version of Gran Turismo or God of War. But I think once... COVID happened and they saw what happened with people all of a sudden having to figure out, decide, all right, we can buy the console. We can buy the games, right? They're buying the games, but the console became scarce. And you can say that, yes, a lot of that has to do with uh, scalpers and everything else. But a lot of that is also down to just they can't make them as fast as they want them for everybody to have them. So there's people going to have PS4s more than they would really want or need to, and and uh, you know the, you're still going to be making PS4 versions up until uh, God of War, which I think God of War is the breaking point. Like I think after God of War, we're not going to have any more uh, big. Well, that's what you said. They said uh, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems that way. It seems like they said after if we do have cross gen still, which they didn't definitively say no it would automatically have the $10. I mean, who knows if they really are, but I think it all depends on how much more we go about eradicating the pandemic. And I, we thought it was getting somewhere, at least the United States, and then we had the Delta variant come and whack everyone hard here. So uh, it's it's something that continues to evolve, and and we'll see if maybe in 2022 we can really start seeing that here you know and yep. i mean he, he keeps on with uh what's the point of uh launching a cutting edge console which uh with biggest games game of the contenders two years in are designed based on 2013 tech 
I mean, to be Again, fair, look yeah. at the PS4 and Xbox One launch games, even like two years after the fact. Like, get over it. Like, well, I mean, it's not about. You, I think you, you have a point. You think, you think like Loco Cycle was a game of the year for the Xbox? Well, but those aren't launch games, though. These are we yeah, talking about games coming right. I'm not talking about Loco Cycle. I'm talking about. The games that we're talking about here, the the I mean, it's a year out, but still, I think well, not even a year out, but still. Well, God of War could get delayed again very easily. Corey Brawler pretty much almost said it. He said it's going to take the same amount of time frame as it did with God of War One, so he's not ruling out it getting delayed again, uh, or well, getting delayed the first time because they technically never had an official release date. I agree. It's same thing up with Microsoft, right? Like. Maybe after they had the the catastrophe that they had, if we wouldn't have had the pandemic, maybe they would have had the gumption to cut Halo Infinite from Xbox One, but they yeah. didn't do it, right? And then make that a cloud game like they did uh, Flight Simulator and some of these other games, but they didn't do that. So, you know, I agree with him and that two years in, you're still getting stuff based on PS4. And they have to kind of account for that. But a lot of that is getting also made with let's, uh, we, we, I, mean, I think we there, broke there, it down, right? With the uh, Ratchet thing, there wasn't really much about it that could have only been done on the PS5. Yeah, but so, they want they want to move on. Right. So it's people who can't find the system, you know, hey, sorry for you, but keep trying, you know. Yeah, but I do think it's it's good on them for still making this stuff available on the PS4. And yeah, I know everybody wants those next gen I mean, experiences. They're su- they're supporting it longer than they did the PS the PS3. And once but, the PS4 came out, the PS3 was done. You know, from like day you know instantly. And like Xbox, the 360 lasted a little longer, but not much longer. It was like only like a, the first year, and they still had like the yeah. usual sports games and crap coming out for like yeah the stuff that doesn't really it's not that big a deal that it's still coming out on the other consoles i i totally get what both of you guys are saying but i think that we need to take into account all the stuff that's happened and and i mean at least there's a, a tipping point right at least it seems like we're moving beyond that and saying okay look we're getting to the end here so if you don't pick up a console then soon in the next you know, year, that's on you at some point for... And then again, nobody's forcing you to buy a PS5 or a Series S or X right now. You can wait and buy it when you feel it's necessary, when you feel there are, the games are out, you know? Or buy, buy a PC. So, <laughs> keep a look, keep a bit in that thing. <laughs> it, you know, he's saying if PS4 was the only alternative, I would understand the need for more capable tech, but I had the Pro, which for what I've seen about Horizon GT and Ragnarok is one capable of offering a great experience. Fine. Yeah. That, I mean... You know, fine, but like the PS5 is out, so the PS4 Pro, no matter if you got it yesterday or when it came out official, or originally, like, right. it's old. <laughs> but let's, let's be fair, though. Like, it's the same thing of uh, the difference between me and Yen's when we boost, when we went up to the Series X, I didn't buy a One X. He did, right? Yeah. So to him, when he moved from the One X to the Series X, it wasn't necessarily this big jump. But for me, when I moved from an Xbox One to a Series X, the jump was huge for me. Yeah. So 
it's up to you. Like, I agree with him. If you have a PS4 Pro, you're not seeing the big jump yet, really. And I get that. If you're staying on that cutting edge of the mid-tier consoles, and if we're going to have mid-tier consoles again this generation, we'll see. Again, you're not you're not going to see the big jump that most people saw because most people didn't buy a Pro or a, yeah, maybe a 1X they did. I, but, I, have the, I have the PS4 original, so yeah. Right. So I think for the PS4, at least for the PS4s, most people didn't buy a Pro. But I get it from the people that are perspective of you had a Pro, you're not going to see that jump yet. And I get you're kind of upset you want to see that, but you just got to wait a little they, bit longer. They've already moved yeah. on. So, yeah. And think about it. You're saving money. You're not having to spend four or $500 right now. I mean, I'd sell, a pro, I'd sell the Pro that you have and then get a PS5 or try yeah, to. Yeah, you could probably trade but, it in and still get some decent, get some decent let, money. Let's, let's move on with the podcast itself. <laughs> yeah, let's move on with the podcast. I agree. Uh, so, moving on to, I guess, some movie stuff with a quick here so we can finally get out of the the Sony realm. Uh, Anthony Mackie is going to be in a live-action Twisted Metal TV show. You know, we talked about them possibly making a game again last week. I mean, it has some good people involved, you know, writers of the Deadpool films and Zombieland. Um, you know, PlayStation, it seems to really be all about this. You know, they have The Last of Us show. They Uncharted the movie, all that. I mean, he's playing uh, uh, well the, the the athlete named character John Doe, who yeah, is the, Doe. A, a milkman who's delivering something across the country or something. That sounds dumb. Uh, I like him as an actor, so I'll probably watch like the first episode right, or two to see if it's good. Uh, uh, I'm kind of curious how you do this though. Like Twisted Metal is not does not lend itself to a TV show necessarily. <laughs> and I could definitely see it as a movie, right? Like a one-off. I could see it as, you. I could see it as a movie more akin to like clue. Cause you know, did you ever see clue? Yes. You know how that like in the theater, they had like different, different theaters had different endings, but like the home release version of clue just had like five endings. Like, it could have happened this way or it could happen this way. Right. If they did twist the middle that way, that'd be cool. If they said like, Oh, sweet tooth in, th- in this version, sweet tooth one. So this is what happened. But in this other version, Axel one or something like that. Yeah. And he could still be the main character. Like he could be like, be like the first winner, but like, yeah, I don't know how he does as a live action show or how expensive or cheap it's going to look. <laughs> Considering Sony, I don't think it's going to look, I don't think we have to worry about it looking cheap. But it's more about, are you really going to be able to make this good, interesting <laughs> yeah. for a certain, unless you're going to make it really small, like a six episode thing? Or... Yeah, I guess it'll be, I, I'll be more interested in the cast. And like th- this guy playing a milkman is like very, I would say very close to Sweet Tooth. Because Sweet Tooth is yeah. a guy in a, you know, an ice cream truck. Right, and it's like okay, ice cream truck and milkman aren't that far off. So maybe he turns into Sweet Tooth or you know something like that. But sure, did you like uh, Twisted Metal growing up? No, I was not a Twisted Metal guy at all. I, I mean, I liked a few of them, but yeah, did I? I just didn't think that plays like I said last week. So yeah, I moving from that to I guess something that could be anything because. 
it's a game about a car uh and technically they had a driver which is owned by ubisoft ubisoft has also been big into wanting to do things in the movie and tv realm they're going to have a series for it on the streaming platform binge which is going to be revolving around an undercover agent x race car driver john tanner whose mission is to take down a local crime syndicate now you know, there, there was supposed to be a driver movie but it it didn't happen or it yeah. fell through well uh, either way i mean this this is a little bit more like open-ended because it's really it's a driving game so you can kind of do sort of what you I want mean, with this yeah there is kind of a fiction with this game like you always i think you're always playing tanner or at least the, right. the, the main games are and you're always trying to find uh jericho not chris jericho that'd be way cooler but some you know bad guy jericho I, I saw the response to this, and it was basically like, "Who cares?" You know, <laughs> like I, yeah. between between the two, even if I'm even if I'm incredulous about Twisted Metal, I'm way more interested in that one than a driver TV show or driver film. Sorry, like who cares? They haven't made a driver game in like eight years, you know, nine years, fourteen, and that was hey, that was actually a really good game. Well, it was uh, a mobile game. No, I meant like the last real one. Uh, well, there was a 3DS game as well. No, and, Driver yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, Driver San Francisco, yeah. That was, uh, let me check real quick. That was 2011, so that was 10 years ago. Yeah, That was a cool one where you could like inhabit other people because they were all in this guy's coma mind. So he had like coma powers. And you could switch between vehicles. And all yeah, that yeah. Too. I mean, if you're going to do based on that, that'd be rad, but I doubt it. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but. I mean, it just driver is like the most like generic boilerplate, you know, cop thing you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And like those early, like I only like Driver San Francisco. Those early driver games sucked. The PS one, yeah. the PS one ones were. I mean, I don't remember those that much because of the uh, it, they, a lot of. I mean, I only played the demos, but like the the driving model is so crazy that it's like this is like un uncontrollable. <laughs> So once it moved from whoever, whoever owned them to Ubisoft, it's like, okay, that's kind of a good thing, but they only made one of them, or like one real one, so that's not great. <laughs> it's crazy to think that <clears throat> we're like reviving old, Yeah, well, it's like, you know, why not make some new games, you know? <laughs> like, is I it mean, cheaper to make a TV show than a game? I mean, I guess it is, but... like That's Ubisoft. I think they just want to again, like, get their fingers all in, in different pots of being able to say, oh, see, hey. it's that, That'd be, like, especially baffling to me, because, like, the, the franchise that could really work as a TV show would be, like, Assassin's Creed. I agreed there. Because you have, like, five, you have, like, no more than five minutes per episode. Let's say it's an hour-long episode, or, like, 42 minutes or whatever. You have, like, no more than five minutes of dude in the real, real world being plugged into the Animus or trying to figure out how to escape, you know, the, the Abstergo. And then it'd be, like, mainly a historical drama. Yeah, and, and you could go back and forth like you did on the, you know, the first The movie or the, the first game. I get trying to make it a movie because it was a, it's a franchise that has the name and all that stuff, but it really could have worked more as a, a TV show. Meanwhile, something like, I mean, 
not to, not to draw comparisons, but like Watch Dogs, I could see that like way more as a movie because right. it's just a dude trying to take down like the government of a city or whatever, like, or you know the bad guys of a city. Like that's simple enough, but I think like you know Assassin's Creed, and it could like every season could be a different time period or like a different. You know, you could age the character out like ten years or something, or like you know, have different actors or do just do whatever. But yeah. yeah, they just didn't do it, so it's like, all right, fine, I guess. Well, fair enough. Ubisoft will keep doing their thing, just like uh, Sony. Where, where is the Rayman TV show? I'm surprised they haven't tried to bring that back. But uh, also, that was a Michelle until I'll bring it back eventually, just because I think they actually do like Rayman as a as a, a kitty platformer or a kitty yes, character. It's so. a great platformer. I, I mean, it's not just forget to these are those are great games as well. So. Yeah, but it's not like ultra violent or you know adult themed. It's yeah. you know cute and you know stuff like that. Agreed on that. So uh, getting into, I mentioned already Battlefield twenty forty two got delayed till November. Uh, so that is look, uh, COVID uh, made this happen, and they they don't feel like they were ready. This so obviously is going to move to beta as well. So um, and it's I, uh, you know big game. So I got a good friend who works in that game. And he, he tweeted, he was like, uh, oh, he tweeted something like, have faith, fam, and GameSpot retweet, like, made a column about it. And it's like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> made a column about it to say his, what? His tweet saying, hey, have faith, fam. It's like, wow, okay. I guess really anyone can be a games news writer, huh? <laughs> no, that's you, you have to have scour enough Twitter feeds and I mean something. almost everything is done with Twitter now. Let's not jump on the No, but the fact writer, but just the fact that his his entire tweet was have faith fam. It's like geez. Well <laughs> I, I just found it funny. Like, All yeah, right. it doesn't it does not surprise me that somebody made a a whole article based on that, but we've had yeah. occasional we've had occasional chats. Me and him. The guy's name is uh Jim. I think it's Jim Heigel, mm-hmm. or maybe Jim Heil. Maybe I think it's Jim Heigel though. Where he'll say something like not bad, but just he'll just kind of say something off like off the cuff, and I'll I'll, I'll joke at him like be right, I'll be right back. I gotta make a comment about this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Dying Light Two. At least looks like it's in similar shape in that CEO Powell Marchweka Marchweka uh, said that the game is pretty much done, nearing the finish line. The game's complete, but we're currently playtesting it, and they want to give it a bit more time. So now it's coming out February fourth, twenty twenty two. Everybody is wanting to hit that January to March twenty twenty two window. Good lord, let's just. Keep stacking the deck there with the, with games coming out uh, during that time. I, yeah. I, I found it funny because this was like a few weeks ago, but I had a friend going like, oh, if they delay Dying Light, Dying Light 2 one more time, I'm going to scream. And like like literally like three days later, they got de- they delayed it. <laughs> what did he expect? Um, yeah. I was pretty sure it was not going to hit that December window. Plus, I mean, you don't want to really come out the same day as Halo. So I wouldn't, I don't. Begrudge yeah. them that a Battlefield is deciding to go a little bit more toe to toe with them. Now they're going to come out after Call of Duty, which I guess is better for them. But now they're coming out a couple of weeks before Halo, or they get three weeks before Halo. 
So we'll see how that goes. It feels like it's a battle of first-person shooters again. Let's see who wins out, even though I'm pretty sure yep. we all know. Whoever, whoever wins, Titanfall 3 loses. <laughs> uh, uh, TSQ Nordic keeps doing their thing. Uh, they actually showed off games this time instead of sitting there buying uh, other studios. studios. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at least there was that to be, you know, happy about. I don't know. What do you make of this six-game lineup that they uh, showed here? All AAA heavy hitters. You got Jagged Alliance 3, which I'm shocked by. MT- MX versus ATV Legends. Uh, a SpongeBob game and Destroy All Humans 2. What more do you need? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what everybody was... I- uh, Wait, waiting for <laughs> Yeah, exactly. To be fair, Jens is excited for Destroy All Humans 2. And yes. I, I can't shit on that game too much. I mean, I, don't, I just don't kind of like it. Or I don't like the humor of it. But I know most of them are, like, fairly okay, you know, as far as, like, gameplay. But the SpongeBob game is not my cup of tea. Like, it might be fine. Man, Jagged Alliance 3... Like, that is such a dismal franchise that I'm shocked that <laughs> they're making more of them. Well, I mean, they're, they have the the rights to it, right? Like, I guess use it and do something with it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's, that's like a Mercenaries version of like XCOM. Yeah. Like, you know, a turn-based tactical strategy game. But, like, it's just so dire. Like, they, like it wasn't them, but they kept pumping out Jagged Alliance games that were all just terrible. So it's like, okay, I guess. I, I mean, guess they feel like it's been enough time to where... Yeah. They had some, like, Super Power game, or Super Power 3, or... Yeah, Super uh, Power 3, yeah. I, I, I didn't... I couldn't parse out what that was. <laughs> they just showed a trailer of a, a Nixon talking, or, I mean, Reagan talking, or, like, a President Re- Ronald Reagan, like, lookalike, lookalike talking. So yeah. I didn't know what, know what that was. <laughs> I didn't play Outcast 1. I don't know what that is. I mean, I didn't know what this other one was either. But, man, they keep pumping out this... I'm shocked they kept pumping out this MX versus ATV stuff. Like, People wow. tend to like it, but it's very cold, uh, that would say. I mean, so. it, I, w- I would say it's diminishing returns, but also, like, I, I know of no one who plays those games. So, I mean, the ones I would think of would be, like, ATV Off-Road, the, the old PlayStation franchise, or MotorStorm. But, yeah, uh, MotorStorm, it, they haven't played one of those. They've made one of those in you know two decades. Isn't that or, a funny you know, thing, though? It is, but yeah, but I mean, like that. Just that whole genre is just like it's like the skateboarding genre. Like it used to be big, right? But you know, it dried up. I mean, they made the Tony Hawk game, sure, but that's about it. <laughs> the superpower thing looks like it might be like another one of those. Uh, I guess like a strategy game, like yeah. I, I don't look like. I, I think I just see a picture. Looks like Risk, or look, look some type of like empire building game or something. I mean, it's all cinematic, so you don't really know by the look yeah. of it. But yeah, it would seem like one of those right kind of thing. But there's TSQ for you doing weird stuff sometimes. I, the the only thing I'm completely confident in saying is that Destroy All Humans Two will have the six the seventy dollar regular edition, the hundred dollar steel book, and the four hundred dollar collector's edition that no one will give a shit about. Uh, so, 
this uh, lawsuit, as as you would expect, now, I don't think anybody thought that both of these companies were going to be okay with this ruling, especially when Epic got ruled against nine out of the ten counts. That was the funny thing is like we talked about this last week and about how Epic won, and it's like no, they lost. <laughs> like they lost yeah. big. <laughs> yeah, they lost, and that what they really wanted was a way to be able to have direct payment on the store on the Apple Store, and they didn't uh, get that. You know, yeah. they got the the thing where now Apple has to like change a little bit of what they do. Yeah, for uh, December ninth, yeah, they can't restrict yeah. developers from like adding in like links to like external payment options. Yeah. But that's it. Because well, yeah, and they also like the thirty percent apparent. You know, the thirty percent part was, um, you know, apparently not uh, not okay by the judge. But everything else was against Epic and. Uh, so th they're going to try to appeal this again. Uh, so this will continue. Um, saying, and they're still alleging that Apple's running a tech monopoly, which you know Google exists. Every See, that's <laughs> like, that, that's that's the weird thing is, I, I mean, if if it, they didn't do it in the first place, they would have said the same thing about Steam, like, oh, Valve is running a tech monopoly. But it's like you guys have proven that you if you want to build your own system you can and you will so hey make your own cell phone they're not preventing you from doing that you know go yeah. for it have, have a Fortnite phone you know or the epic phone that plays with two games yeah it's crazy that now i mean obviously epic also doesn't want to have to pay the 30 percent of the 12 million that they earned from that time period where they breached contract and also having to give them 30 percent of how much they earned after that with the direct method. So, yeah, sure I mean, that's not lose all that too. I mean, yeah, but that's literally nothing to epic at these days. So it's like, whatever, but right. they're, they're fighting for like the principle of the matter. But it's like the principle of the matter is every game, do, every, you know, platform does this. Apple's yep. not special, at least in the grand, no. scheme, grand scheme of things. They are, I mean, they're not even the number one, you know, phone manufacturer or like phone OS. It'd be Android. So right. only here, really, only in the United States, everywhere yeah. else is Android. And, uh, for the most part, there are some countries where Apple is, is king yeah, as well. But, but yeah. It's but very it's like, the the number is small, like you said. Yeah. So I I mean I believe me, I don't like Apple, but in this yeah. specific case Trust me, I don't like Apple. <laughs> yeah, I I weigh in Apple's fit count in favor in this one. <laughs> Every time I have to mess with my daughter's phone, I'm kind of like, oh, what what alien shit is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess with this at all. I, I, I had a friend who was like, she told me, she's like, oh, I have to, how do I pay for more cloud storage on my iPhone? She has, I think, like an iPhone 8S. She's like, oh, it's almost out of out of uh, storage. She only had like five gigabytes. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm saving all my photos to the cloud. And I'm like, why? Like, how much... How much storage does your phone have? She didn't know. She didn't know. Yeah, I like look it up, and it's like you have a hundred and twenty gigabyte iPhone, and you're only using, you know, thirty gigabytes. You have ninety gigabytes free. Jesus. Save yeah, your photos on, on your this phone. Yeah, I'm like, who you know? You I mean, yeah, you lose it. I mean, you can back it up in the cloud if you want. Yeah. What I will say is I don't have to deal with that because Samsung doesn't charge for the cloud, but whatever. I mean, I'm sure they do at a certain point, but yeah. yeah. So far, I haven't had a problem with it, but I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But, I, I, like I said, yeah. don't like Apple, but 
I like Epic less. So, uh, so but, I mean, this hasn't this isn't really that much of news. This has been talked about before. Microsoft itself said that they would be different versions of the uh, Seagate card. Um, the this is the of course the prop, uh, the uh, proprietary uh, memory card that you can use to expand your memory on the Xbox Series um, S and X. They would possibly also include a five hundred dollar wow five hundred <laughs> gigabyte Xbox Series uh, card, which would instead of having the only one available with the one terabyte. If you want to buy the 500 gigabyte card, um, it would presumably be a lot be cheaper than the one terabyte card, which is, uh, you know, two hundred twenty dollars. So if they can get that around like one fifty, I guess it wouldn't be uh, too bad. I mean, on the yeah. on, on the other front, I get. I think Sony just released the official firmware for the uh, SSD stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were telling me that there was a two terabyte. SSD that's like what four four sixty, yeah, or I think it was like four fifty, yeah, around there. Good God, uh, I'm not paying that. But here's the thing: is like, like well, like we had this argument before. I think Sony's approach is still better. There are different manufacturers of SSDs, and the prices. I mean, yes, they're high now, mm-hmm. but they will only gradually go down as long, you know, as long as like components are still in stock. I mean, to be fair, Microsoft did also say that they would eventually have third parties be able to do it. It's just right now, I don't think this is like a money thing for people. I think this is really only a problem if you have like I have unlimited data, so yeah, so do I, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I, it doesn't bother me to just download and re-download and delete and whatever because I mean, it doesn't affect me, but. I guess yeah. more more on your PS5. Like, are you constantly running up against storage limits? Oh yeah. Okay. I see. I don't have that much stuff installed. I don't. I think I have like twelve games or so. So, I mean, I have to delete stuff occasionally. But if I deleted like Call of Duty, I'd have like two hundred gigabytes free. You know. So well, yeah, Call of Duty is uh, ridiculous. So you know, that's that's different. But I mean, I have a lot of games installed on my uh, Xbox. Uh, yeah, but that, well, that makes more sense because it's more, more of a library there, yeah. you know, old library or whatever. So, or even like uh, Game Pass. Yeah, the, the but the PS Five, I have a lot of things installed too, and it I constantly run up in space when I have to uh, install like a new game. Like, I don't imagine Kena is going to be that big, but if I had gotten, let's you know, let's say one of these other big games on there, then then yeah, I probably would have run into problem. The Castlevania's UBA collection got rated, which that's good. I really wanted this to come to other consoles because those are some of the best Castlevania games out there. And it's it'd be coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, so all the consoles. Um, that's great. Yeah, I like those. Owns them. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's nice money well done, well done the drain. <laughs> yeah, ah, it's all right. It's a collection, right? Yeah. yeah, I like no, I like the the uh, one of them is kind of shaky, but the other two are really good. I think yeah, it's circle I, the I think it's circle yeah. the moon that's a little hit or miss, but the other two like Aria or uh, yeah Aria of Sorrow and whatever the other one is <laughs> Dawn or something. No, that's the DS game. Uh, oh, I'm th- yeah, I'm thinking of it, but they all kind of came like right after each other, so yeah, that's why I'm, I think about them there. Uh, Platinum uh, has a... Go ahead, sorry. It, it was a Harmony of Dissonance, that's it. Okay, Harmony of... Yep. 
Platinum has a, a twofer here and that they want to bring their Star Fox game that was on the Wii U to Switch, bringing another Wii U port over to the Switch. Of course, Miyamoto was overseeing that project as well. He was in uh, many of the uh, trailers and things like that talking about the game. Uh, this was not necessarily one of the most well-received games. It was like controversial because there was people that liked it and the people that just did not at it, all. It, it so. has like average reviews. It's not yeah. as dire as some Star Fox games, but right. I like Star Fox 64. And that's kind of about it. And this was supposed to be like a modern version of that, I think. But it has like really awkward controls because <laughs> right, I think it was yeah, like it all you had to move the screen. The yeah, it was all like gyroscope. All yeah, it's like this is terrible. Yeah, like, like I don't want to do that. I just want to play with the controller. Yeah, thanks, Nintendo. So just like uh, oh, Skyward Sword. <laughs> yeah, that didn't want to have to do that either. I, I mean, I'd be down for seeing what they could do with it on Switch if Miyamoto it, was up for it. If they just said, "Hey, this is a game on Switch. You can use it. You can use an analog stick in regular buttons," and be like, "All right, cool." Yeah. But it's like, it's like, no, you have to, you have to, you have to play it like the, the Wii U version. You have to move the Switch around, you know, as, as your cockpit. It's like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much of that they would take out the whole gyroscope thing because that I, is in the Switch. So I, I think they would have it as an option, but it wouldn't be the default one. Just like how, like, I think this, you know, Skyward Sword technically has motion controls, you know, with the swinging and stuff, but it's like, I don't think that's default, necessarily. It's like a yeah. toggle you have to, like, select, so. Yeah, I, like, it's, it's weird to say that they want to, like, bring that. I, I would think that they would want to bring something, something else first, or. I mean, whatever, they don't, but... they, they don't have much else, you know. Yeah. They're not going to port over. I mean, it was rain. interesting to hear them say that, like, they want to show Bayonetta, but Nintendo basically has to decide. Yeah, you know when it's it's time for that or or whatever. So, yeah, I and it's it's really this kind of out of left field. But Kamiya also has gone on record as saying that he thinks that old, uh, you know, game companies need to make their older games more accessible. So. That's part of that. He's right. Well. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, they definitely do. Definitely but do. I, I mean, there are technical hurdles and then also interest hurdles, you know? So. Yeah. So apparently the voice actor behind Bayonetta, uh, the first uh, two games, uh, British actor Helena Taylor, um, has uh, may not be coming back for the third one, it looks like. That would be disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, it would be, you know, really, like, considering... The thing I think is, like, unless it's, like, a very different interpretation of the character, she should come back. You know, I don't think she's, like... I looked her up on IMDb. She's not, like, a hugely in-demand actress. Uh, I think, like, Bayonetta is, like, her biggest role. Or, like, most famous role, at least. Right. I, I doubt she's going, like, oh, I need $5 million to come back. I mean, she even showed up for the, you know, in the Smash Bros. and Anarchy Reigns cameos that that yeah. characters in. So, I mean, uh, if they are going to do like a very big retooling of the character, like you know uh, what they did with not what they did, but what Capcom did with like Devil May Cry, like DMC, mm -hmm. like that might be okay. 
but I think it's going to be like what Sega did with Sonic when they fired the Roger Craig Smith, and right. then a month later had to quickly hire him back. So <laughs> oh, we screwed, we screwed up. Yeah. Whoops, sorry. Uh, but no, she's def- She didn't say definitively yes, but he- she does say that you may have to get used to it without me responding to a fan, and then uh, she She'll says be- that. Uh, I can't tell you because I've been my confidentiality agreement. She'll, she'll become like Gordon Freeman, a sound protagonist. That ah, that wouldn't match with that character. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sure. See, I think like her voice work was actually really good for that character because she did like a she right. had like a very proper like voice, but it was like very like playful. I would say. So yeah, they. I mean, I don't know what the issue is, but they should get her back. But unless, like, like I said, unless it's like a very different character then maybe not, but I doubt it. <laughs> you're gonna have yeah. like the you're gonna have like the PG version of Bayonetta instead. <laughs> yeah. So just to end the uh the news part here, uh Randy Pritchford uh, says that Gearbox is working on the next Bows and Arms game, which he said this on the Game Maker Notebooks podcast. He said that uh the reason why they haven't said anything about it is because uh, at least Colonial Marines was such a failure that they don't want, uh, you know, this getting announced and then something happening. So, I really like. I mean, it's not in the full not in the full thing, but he basically tried throwing Fox and Sega under the bus for aliens. Because yeah. he said, "Oh, Fox is so excited to show the game off, and so is Sega. So that's why they showed it off early." And it's like, "No, you idiot! I'm sure you could have said no if you wanted to." You were you were the one who was proud of it, but it's like your game, like the final game, didn't match what you showed. And yeah, I don't, I don't get it, that. Like, it's, it's not like pre-release trailers are, are going to be like one to one as far as right. you know what the final game is. But they should at least try. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get this whole. Let's just throw people under the bus because we don't have, uh, you know, any other way to, to of- say. Instead of him just owning up to it and saying like, "Oh, we we messed up," he was kind of like, "No, Fox and Sega, they were the problem for with, with Colonial Marines." It's like, N- God, do you see the rumor that they might bring Duke Nukem back? Why? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like that's like a character that like doesn't work in today's world. Even I, I am going to discount all the social stuff that you care about, like. Or you know, more interesting to you, like the well, fem- like well, uh, feminism stuff, like that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, that Larry still exists. Not that, not that it's not important, but right. like, I'm just going to discount it. Uh, Duke Nukem sucked back in the day. I thought so. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, like, Legion Shoot Larry still exists. Right? Yeah, he's not still- as crude as he used to be. Right. Yeah, they're well, still trash. Yeah, or like yeah. adult themed games. But I mean, like Duke Nukem is just such a like a relic part. You know, it's like for, yeah. please stop. It's a relic in so many different ways. It's like not necessary. Not, not it, it's a relic even aside from the personality. It's just like oh, and you know Duke Nukem, you can play pool. It's like okay. How is that fun in today's work? You know, today's gaming market. You know, it was revolutionary in 1993, sure, but yeah, people have moved the fuck on. So, <laughs> I just don't, I don't get that. Of like, let's the, the title will be called Duke Nukem Even More Forever. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so let's end things with something I thought was interesting. I mean, a lot of people were talking about this, so why not? Uh, GeForce Now accidentally had a leak happen of a bunch of games that technically some of them we kind of know about. Some of them have been sort of rumored, and some of them are totally like fantasy land, right? Yeah. Um, so with the caveat that GeForce Now has like acknowledged the leak, and they said that Yes, it's real and everything else, but you know the titles are speculative. Don't be reading into this. None of this confirms anything. Uh, so that being said, you know some of the things, some of the games that are on there: God of War: Returnal and Demon Souls coming to PC. Uh, uh, God of War coming to PC doesn't surprise me. I mean, they're already releasing what the Uncharted uh, Four and and um, the DLC. So. I would say Returnal is kind of a, a small surprise, but yeah, I mean, but I think that they don't, they don't really see like Returnal getting a lot more. Yeah, like, not... why not put it on PC before you put it on PS Plus and see if you can get something out of that? Um, you know, PC players do like roguelikes, right? So there's something to be said for that. I mean, and and also, I mean, Demon Souls coming to PC. Uh, yeah, I can see but, that, but it's funny because like. Bloodborne is still not on PC, <laughs> and that's the one everyone. Yeah, wants. Bloodborne still hasn't gotten a you know any kind of PS remaster or whatever that that's what people want really bad too. Is uh, let's get this on PS5 the way it should look, you know? Yeah, and you're not getting that. Going on to I mean other games, we have talked about these uh, GTA 3 Vice City and San Andreas remasters. Um, and they've sort of been acknowledged, but not. No I one's mean, really come out and said, "Okay, for sure." I, but yeah. I, I would say they're more acknowledged because they keep suing mod makers of the old games. <laughs> you know, yeah, saying you can't you can't distribute source code or whatever. So, yeah, they're doing something with that thing <laughs> with those games. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, and also to, I should have noted at the beginning of what we started talking about this. GeForce now has been used as a way to like work from home, you know? Yeah. So like it is a, a way to get people to be able to work together on the same game. Uh, so that doesn't necessarily, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that all these games are happening or whatever, right? Some of them could be, and some of them are, could, could just be things that are. Yeah. Like, rumored or yeah. Yeah. So like another one, Pompeii 7 remake for PC. Like we know that's coming. Yeah. So that's not necessarily a, a, and it would make sense for them to be working on it. I mean, we're getting a year and a half out from when this game has been out. So uh, when it came out originally, I, I imagine for that one specifically, it'll be like the day that they actually announced the Final Fantasy VII Remake Two date, like release date or like you know theoretical date. That's when it'll come out. But oh, we have a special surprise. Is remake one for PC, like the complete version. Oh, you think that'll be the? It will. Uh, it will generate interest in part two. That's why. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that as a something to the, get people. The, the crazy one on this list, and the one we just talked about, is Bayonetta three on PC. No, now that no, way. I don't think it's. I don't <laughs> think it's the fact that it's coming to PC. I think it's. Could you be using a PC to work on the game? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah, that's what that could mean. 
But You're, yeah. That it's coming to PC, no. That it's being worked on for PC so they can then put it on the Switch, yes. Yeah. Right? Like um, some of these were like Halo 5 for PC. Like they don't, they are kind of uh, cagey about it. said no, but we'll see. Yeah, but they, they also said Halo's never going to come to PC in the first place, so. Yeah, they may just be saying no because they don't want to cannibalize it, like having it come out and then, oh, well, Halo Infinite's coming. Or if like they're going to do that, they'll release it later. Uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro, Nitro Fueled on PC? Like, sure. Yeah. Like, I can I mean, see that's, that. That's you far know. enough out. What but, do you think of uh, Injustice 3 getting made when we just talked about like a Mortal Kombat? They were going to just for, not make this in Mortal Kombat 12. Was gonna be I mean, next. it might be old. Like you don't know how long, how soon this is or how recent it is. Like right. that could have been that could have been being worked on, and then they had to kind of shelve it or, the, or pause the it. Merger and all that stuff, right? Or like, uh, yeah, go on. I mean, like a Human Fall Flat too doesn't surprise me at all that they're making something like that. I mean, that game is very successful for what it is. Uh, you know, a Total War Nine coming, a Helldivers two. That's kind of weird. Um, I wasn't that you're just all of a sudden making that, but yeah, I guess I wasn't aware. I, I didn't. Did the first game do well? <laughs> like did decently, but that game was also like, didn't they? There was a problem, and they had to take it off. This I, I know there was an issue with Helldivers at one point or another. Okay, um, like Bioshock, I, it feels like it's been rumored for a long time that they were making a a new Bioshock. Yeah, they talked right? about that. Yeah. Could they be making a Crisis 4? I don't know. Uh, I mean, sure. <laughs> did those remasters sell well enough? I doubt it. But they, I mean, they don't have Far Cry. So the kind of other guy that's left this Crisis. So, yeah, I mean, like the some of the other ones, like Final Fantasy 9 and Kingdom Hearts 4. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Final Fantasy 9, yeah, remake. Sorry. Okay. I was going to say, wait. Or remaster. Uh, I could see that more than Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> like, I mean, what, yeah, do you, what, what even is Kingdom Hearts 4? Like, what would you want, you know, would it just be more Disney shit? Or would it, you know, really going into the realm of that weird arcade, weird game they tease at the end? <laughs> that's what I'm wondering, right? Like, that's all they went after was that weird game they tease at the end. Like, that also could just be a placeholder because they don't have a name for it, right? So, like, I wouldn't read too much into that either. I do think that some of these, obviously, they're... They're real, and we should definitely be paying attention to them. As yeah. to like, okay, we're they're going to get announced or whatever. But sure. some of them, I don't think we need to go crazy about either. You know, so just be aware of that. that yeah, don't... like like you said, like the believable ones, like Final Fantasy Seven, Human Fall Flat Two, possibly Hell Divers Two, GTA the Remastered. Yeah, all those games from Sony coming to PC, you could definitely see that. But like. You know. The unbelievable ones are like Bayonetta three, uh, Kingdom Hearts four, yeah, Final Fantasy nine. Like, uh, yeah. I, I would, I would honestly say that Fight from Middle Earth game, like that. Yeah, I don't. They're gonna make another one of those. Don't think like that either. Yeah, but hey, uh, at least it's the nice thing is when or, we see things like that, it gives you uh, things to get hyped about. I, I firmly believe that that Fable game will be on PC though. Maybe not oh, on no, launch. Yeah, I will. But, yeah, I will. Yeah. But that's that's what they... They're putting everything on PC. Of course they would. It makes a lot of sense. 
uh, on that front. I, I definitely would be weird if they didn't have Fable on PC where they're putting everything else on PC. So except for well, yeah, except for Halo, and then Halo is coming out on PC, right? Halo Infinite. I did not. buy, I did buy that Forza Motorsport Seven game. Well, yeah, it's dirt cheap, right? No, it's uh, dirt gone. Like they don't sell it anymore. Well, no, yeah, now they don't sell it, but but yeah, I bought like the Ultimate Edition for twenty bucks, which is a fine enough price because it's weird yeah. that it jumped from Forza Horizon Four to Five. You know? Yeah. Well, that's but. That, that's that COVID thing, you know? Exactly. Probably much harder for them to do the, the motorsport. But moving on, let's end things like we always do, talking about the games that are coming between now and the next time we are going to be doing a show. Uh, of course, should have mentioned Origami 2 is on Xbox Game Pass or on PC and, the, and you know PS4, PS5. Uh, so you can, you know, buy it or you can get it on Game Pass. Of course, the big game of next week, or two big games, uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits coming on the 21st, uh, only a few days away. Get excited, folks, uh, for that one. Uh, I guess there is a Diablo 2 Resurrected. Um, to, you know, hey, man. For folks. I assume the other big game is Death Training Director's Cut, right? Yeah, Death Training Director's Cut. And, of course, The Lost Judgment. It's the game that people should really be uh, checking out. I've, it's getting some mostly positive reviews. Uh, I like the fact that the story is apparently a really good one. So I guess uh, the, some of the reviews I read were like they fixed a lot of Judgment One's problems, which is nice. Yes, that's <laughs> like that, that, that wasn't a bad game at all. Like it's actually very good, but it had like certain issues that were really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> And hey, this one includes you. It includes Sonic the Fighters, which is hilarious. One of the coolest um, games ever. <laughs> so, and also, of course, um, like you said, Death Stranding, Big Edition, and Port Royal for also coming. Well, and if you wanted to play Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on the Switch, you can also. Uh, please do don't. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I would also say, uh, you know, a, a nice little indie game, Teacup, is, is coming. But no, there's there's some, again, this, this like, two-week window here in September is uh, is fire as far as, like, some really great stuff coming um, until you get some, some things at the end of the month. And, you know, it just keeps rolling from here to December Yeah, uh, with, with games coming uh, consistently at a pretty good clip. So get ready, get ready those wallets, ready, uh, ready those savings. I guess um, if you want to buy everything, because um, it's it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. Yep. But uh, all right, um, until we get to the next, until the next show, what next uh, next time? Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for anybody that watched live. Uh, thank you so much um, to our. Uh, Man there, k Poor 4 who was leaving comments and giving us some conversation. Appreciate that. And, of course, if you don't watch live or watch later on YouTube or Twitch or on the Facebook page, uh, we are also available in audio, of course. Um, we're on everything that you can pretty much imagine. Amazon, uh, music, Google. I, you know, We mentioned the, the apples, but we're on Apple. We're on everything, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, all that stuff. So go check us out Spotify. So check us out there. 
And of course, you can go visit that w10.com, visit Last Word on Gaming. And we're working on the Discord as well for the for the site. And you know, all the podcasts will have their place where you know if you like the show, you you can go visit us on Discord and then talk to us there. So whenever we have it ready, we will be sharing it in the descriptions of the show so you can go join and everything else. So until next time, everyone. See you later. Later.